Does anyone have this figured out? If you have this figured out out there, can you like write up some bullets and send them over, create some slides, give us all a little five minute prezzo? Ugh, consultants sometimes abbreviate presentation to prezzo. That's a reminder of why I'm not going back into consulting. Hey Boo fam, welcome to Peking. This is Jess, your host, and hopefully one of your best friends at this point. We're in season two, I feel like I've earned it. I'm so happy you're back to see what we have in store for this season. It's gonna get deeper, it's gonna get weirder. You already know what it is though, it's it's Peking. It's about low moments in life that are opportunities to grow. We try to do a little bit of self-help, but a lot of laughing along the way. We don't take ourselves too seriously and we got more of that in store for you this season on Peking. Boo fam, boo fam, boo fam. It's me. I'm back. I took a week off. I've been in a weird space lately, like mentally, I guess. I don't know how to describe it. I actually have this running joke with my best friend. Hi, Kai. Shout out. Uh, where she'll ask me how I'm doing. And if I'm in a weird mood, I say, I'm feeling transient, which is a word, but it's not a word that is used to describe people. It's more of a word that's used to describe situations or like time frames. Let's look up the definition of transient while we're here. Okay. Adjective, lasting only for a short time, impermanent. Oh, but it can also be a noun for a person who is staying or working in a place for only a short time. Okay. Or a noun for a momentary variation in current voltage or frequency. Got it. Very technical. Anyway, I like to say that I'm feeling transient sometimes because I am. It's kind of like the only way to describe this certain weird feeling that I sometimes get. Maybe it's called, maybe really the word for it if I was talking to my therapist about this would be like, an out of body experience or like disconnected from myself or floating or hazy. I think those are all things that come together to form what it means to be transient for me. Um, I felt it a lot over the last year of taking this time off, being unemployed, kind of being out on my own. It's, it's almost been a year. It's been 10 or 11 months at this point. And I do have exciting news, which is as I sit here today, I have an offer for a job that I'm really excited about and just kind of, you know, doing the negoti- the negotiations um, to hopefully, you know, make it final in the next couple of days. But yeah, by the time I start that job, it will have been a year, give or take a week or two since I gave notice at my last job. So that's crazy. And it's been a transient one. (laughs) I have done so much reflection and self-work in the past year. I don't even give myself enough credit for it because it kind of can easily feel like I just dicked around and had fun. And when I wasn't having fun, I was applying for jobs. And when I wasn't doing either of those things, I was just like sitting on the couch 
or napping or whatever. But that's really not the truth. That's like an easy way to paint what the last year has been, but it's really not what it has been because in all of those like still moments in between the chaos and the fun and the stress and the whatever, in those still moments has been me spending time with myself and really getting to know myself. And don't get me wrong. You guys know from listening to this podcast, I know myself to a fault. Like the self-awareness level here is sometimes it freaking annoys me how self-aware I am. So it's never really been a problem for me that I like don't know myself and need to find myself. But it's always something I want to keep doing and keep digging deeper into. And I really have done that over the last year. I mean, I've had two seasons of the podcast. I did some stand-up. I traveled, spent time with friends and family. I really thought long and hard about what I want out of a career. And I still don't really have the answer there, by the way, but I'm making moves and getting closer because I do feel, I think I had a realization about myself that it's when I'm in motion and like building the momentum that I'm actually, you know, making progress and getting somewhere. Uh, so that's, that's a realization that I had. I have refocused on my fitness and health and really gotten a grip on my relationship with food. All of that, of course, is also going to be up and down and ever changing and evolving over time, but it's something I've worked on and made progress on. So we love to hear that. I'm going to talk more about that in an upcoming episode. Let me hit pause actually to just address the elephant in the room. (laughs) I told you guys that I wasn't going to do just thoughts anymore or that I was going to do them way less frequently. And I think I also mentioned to some of you that this episode that's dropping as you listen to this right now, March 24th, I think I mentioned that it was going to be an interview that I have queued up. That one's going to be next. Um, I think... I had mentioned that the next one was going to be the Body Talk Book Club. That one I'm going to save for our season finale. So I'm switching things around. None of you are keeping track of this. It doesn't matter to you. But I have a Google Doc (laughs) and it lists how things are supposed to go. And I updated the Google Doc because I don't want them to go that way anymore because I was hitting a wall and I was tired and I needed a break last week. And then this week... While I'm ready to come back and talk to you all, I wasn't ready to edit an interview and put together like a whole comprehensive episode. And it just felt like the right time to throw a Jess Thoughts back in here. So that's what I'm doing. They're going to still happen because sometimes I still need to talk to you directly and like process my shit with you directly. But I don't think I'm going to do them like every other episode anymore. They're not going to be on any regular cadence I'm just gonna do them when I feel like doing them and I don't know I'm just gonna get way less structured with this I think that makes sense to going into this next season of my life where I'm going to have a job again it'll be my first time being full-time employed and also having the podcast and so that's gonna take a little bit of figuring out a balance and balancing in my fitness routine that I've added and balancing in wanting to maybe do some more stand-up again and balancing in 
social time and friend time and family time and travel and whatever else matters to me. You know, there's way too many things that matter to me. I started doing a volunteer program. So like lots of little things going on, right? And it's going to take some flexibility and adjustment and time for me to figure out how all those things fit together. And so with that comes a little bit less structure in how I do peaking and that's okay. I'm embracing less structure and just going with the flow. And so here I am giving you a just thoughts when I told you I wasn't going to do that. I'm going to switch up the whole, the whole schedule. Um, I'm just going to pick up from here with every other week. So the today is the 24th that this episode drops. My next episode will drop on April 7th and we'll go every other week from there. A few more episodes for the season planned. So it'll run through May, something like that, early May. Anyway, what do I want to talk to you about? Let's talk about what got me to the point last week where I was like, I cannot bring myself to put out a peaking episode on the schedule that I've promised this, these people, my boo fam. And I knew that you would understand if anyone's listening who doesn't follow the Instagram, that I'm sorry that I left you high and dry, but the Instagram is really my only way to communicate with you outside of this. So for now, if you're not on Instagram, you're just going to have to, you know, go with the flow and see when a new episode pops up in your podcasting app. If you are on Instagram that I announced it, and talk to you a little bit about the fact that I'm drained and I'm finally getting better and coming out of it in these last few days after just kind of surrendering and giving myself a break. But I was really drained, I think, from a lot of things. The job search has been way more stressful than I expected it to be. You know, I'm pretty good at interviewing. I'm pretty good at presenting myself well and meeting new people and making a good impression like that's not the part of interviewing that stresses me I think what stresses me is just I knew that like it's kind of the final countdown and I needed to secure a job because I want one and I want to make an income again and all of the like logistical life reasons why I would want one but I didn't want to just take any job And it was getting to the point, like getting down to the wire where I was realizing, shit, if I can't secure the job that I want, like the type of job and role that I want in the next month or two, I'm going to have to take anything. And that was like a really scary thought to me because I, that was not my point in leaving my job last year. My point was to regroup and get myself on the path I want to be on. And it was feeling like maybe that was just not in the cards because being realistic about life and the fact that I need to make money again was going to overtake the side of the equation that is what I want and what I desire and what I dream of. So that was weighing on me and putting pressure on me. And I really... uh, really pushed myself in the last couple of months to use every last like connection and every last idea that I had to try to get a job that I would like to have (laughs) and try to do it fast. And 
you know, once I started to set that into motion and get the momentum, it did start to happen and it felt like, okay, I'm making progress. I'm getting somewhere. But it's still one of those things you never want to act like it's a guarantee. You never want to take it for granted. I'm not, I wasn't allowing myself to get comfortable with any of the options that were before me until there was a document in front of me that said they're offering me a job, which literally happened earlier this week. So until then, it was like this tension building in my body around whether I would be able to pull this off or not. And I think that that tension and that pressure I was putting on myself really rippled out into other parts of my life in ways that I didn't expect. Like I have been an emotional wreck the past couple weeks. I keep catching myself randomly crying about stuff that wouldn't usually make me cry. Like maybe it would bother me or upset me or worry me or something, but it wouldn't bring me to tears driving down the street back from the Starbucks drive through which has been <laughs> a not, not one time experience. It's been a multiple time experience, uh, wiping my tears underneath my sunglasses at the Starbucks drive-through in the past couple of weeks. And I think a lot of what I've been feeling is like a pressure to make this happen for myself and a real financial and like lifestyle pressure to get a job. And then on the flip side of that, a pressure to do everything else that I and you expect me to do. The podcast, but not just the podcast, like just being a good friend and being like a human in the life of many people. I think I really have been feeling a pressure that I, again, nobody's telling me this stuff. It's like created by me, but a pressure to uphold like who I am to the people around me. I pride myself on being a good friend. I pride myself on being a person that cares deeply about the people in my life. I pride myself on being a person who connects deeply to many people. And I pride myself on being a person that prioritizes that. Has many people in my life who I have deep connections with and they are all priorities. <laughs> so that sounds like a recipe to, for disaster, right? A recipe for personal burnout. I didn't realize that that's something that could burn me out until it started to because I really had to start being selfish and being really insular and conserving my energy for things that are self-serving, like my job search, as an example, and that took away from the energy that I could give to my relationships. And that created a guilt within me of like, oh no, I'm not being a good enough friend to so-and-so. And it's because I'm like so focused on myself right now. And I just don't even have the energy to pick up the phone or answer the phone or respond to a text or plan a hangout even if it means sitting on the couch next to them and not doing anything. Like, I don't have that to give right now. And it was paining me that I didn't have that to give. Like, more pressure. Uh, so pressure from the job search side and then pressure from the interpersonal side 
all created by myself to form this perfect storm of like, I don't know, questioning who I am because it became like, ugh, I've never wanted to be a person that prioritizes work and jobs and money over my people. But at this juncture, like I have to. And and I'm t- I don't want to. I think the other thing was like, I was feeling myself not wanting to connect with people and just wanting to be by myself and focused on these things I'm focused on. And that was confusing because it's like, Jess, you've always wanted deep emotional connection with people in your life. How come right now, as people are reaching out to you, as they always do, because those are the relationships that you've built and sustained, how come you're feeling a desire to not connect? It made me wonder about who I am. Like, that's such a core part of my being and my person and who I am in this world. And for me to be rejecting it right now or over the last few weeks, and I'm kind of coming out of that feeling, but for me to be like, actively saying no to calls with friends or being there for somebody when they wanted to talk to me about a problem or whatever was weird because it's such a part of my identity to be the person that does that for people. And then I started to question, shoot, is my identity more for other people than it is for me? (laughs) Guys, this is like some diary entry shit. This is like what I write on my notes app on my phone when I can't fall asleep late at night and I just type and type away. But I really was starting to feel like, oh my God, have I been living my life for other people instead of me? But then there's something rewarding for me in that because I like to connect with other people. Yeah, so these are the types of questions that have been plaguing me. (laughs) And this is why when I thought of the idea to just delay the podcast and push out my season a little bit to give myself more time, it was such a relief. It was one thing that I could remove from the equation and just immediately lift some stress off of my back and also remove part of that interpersonal pressure where this podcast sometimes like burns me out because it's it's like vulnerability burnout I think that's why I was wanting to back away from the Jess thoughts episodes a little bit because they sometimes drain me and it's such a double-edged sword because they also are really rewarding and they help me process And it's really rewarding when people text me afterwards and say that they really resonated with something that I said. But then on the flip side of that, it's like, shoot, I have to respond to all these texts. Like, I feel annoyed with myself for almost complaining about that. But I'm not. It's, I know that it's something so special and something that makes me, me. I think I was just hitting a point where like I couldn't, I didn't have the capacity for it. I had to be selfish and had to be insular and had to focus on, let me get my life on track and then I can get back to nurturing all these relationships. Although it has made me wonder like, 
is that something that I'm going to adjust in the future as I get older and priorities shift and energy lessens? <laughs> um, can I still be this person that has like all of these deep connections and deep relationships with so, so, so many people? I want to be, but I don't have it in me all the time. I think it really just requires me setting my boundaries and those people respecting them. And some people have an easier time doing that than others. I mean, my closest people never make me feel like I owe them anything and always give me space when I need it. But the funny thing is I don't even need space from them because they're not the ones really exhausting me. I think I've set a precedent that I'm like, the friend that's always going to be there and always going to give you the same level of energy and commitment and time and attention and emotion. And I can't. (laughs) This is my announcement formally to the Boo fam. I can't. No, I think it's more, I'm definitely venting and I hope some people out there can understand what I'm describing And I hope that it maybe helps you to realize some of your boundaries that you want to honor more than you have been maybe because you will hit a wall. And it's crazy, like crazy how many times over the last year being unemployed, I've felt burnout from other things outside of work. I guess I'm a person that really tries to give my all to everything that I do. And that's a recipe for burnout, right? If you don't take a step back and don't give yourself rest and don't set your boundaries and keep to them and don't surround yourself with people that understand that, which I do, but I don't know. You're bound to, you're bound to burn out. You can burn out from things that aren't work. You can burn out from your relationships You can burn out from being the supportive friend. You can burn out from your side project or side hustle. I mean, side hustle kind of suggests that it's something you want to turn into a career or something that you generate revenue off of. And peaking is not necessarily either of those things. But it's my side project. And I burn out from it. And it's supposed to be a thing that makes me happy and fulfills me. And it is. But I burn out from it. My relationships are something that fulfill me and make me happy. But I burn out from them. Work. Like, I have not hated the jobs that I've left. I did not hate my job when I left it last year. But I was burnt out. Like, emotionally. I was so emotionally invested in it. Because I give too much to every fucking thing. Do you guys do this? Does anyone have this figured out? If you have this figured out out there, can you like write up some bullets and send them over, create some slides, give us all a little five minute prezzo. Ugh. Consultants sometimes abbreviate presentation to prezzo. That's a reminder of why I'm not going back into consulting. (laughs) Anyway, this has been a wild ride, this Just Thoughts episode, but I felt I needed to speak on 
kind of where I've been at emotionally and mentally lately and also give you all an update on the job search and how it is imminently coming to a close and I just don't want to share way too much more at this time but I am really excited about what's ahead of me in terms of career and it is going to be just that balancing act of building this life that I say I want. (laughs) I'm going to test it now. So I've been saying I want to do all these things at once. I want to be a podcaster. I want to be a career woman. I want to be a friend. I want to be a comedian. I want to be everything in between. (laughs) And I want to be a healthy, happy person. So now we're going to test it. And probably season three of the pod is going to really showcase what that's all about. Uh, This is not the season two close, by the way. Like I said, I have an interview that's really awesome coming in a couple weeks. A couple weeks after that, I will have another interview actually with a, a podcast that I was connected to. So we are doing a collab. And then finally, at the end of the season, we will close with our Body Talk Book Club episode. Um, we, we had the book club. It was awesome. I really appreciated everyone's participation. So it's more just a matter of me kind of piecing that episode together. And it'll be like a just thoughts, but featuring the Boo Fam type of cool blended format as our bonus episode. This season is going to be nine episodes. Last season was eight. I don't know how everyone's feeling about an odd number, but I feel great about it. And the way that I feel great about it is by referring to the last episode as a bonus episode. So it's eight season, eight episodes plus a bonus because I need structure, but I'm letting go of structure. How contradictory have I been in this episode? Somebody go through and like, you know how there's fact checkers on the news. Somebody just count all the times that I've contradicted myself. Eh. that's what being a person is, right? We're just constantly evolving the way that we think and look at the world. And I'm giving you permission to do that. You can be many things at once. I always say it. I already have an episode with that title from first season. Otherwise, I would use it for this episode. Instead, I'll probably find a Kanye lyric. (laughs) Has anyone watched Genius? Genius? the documentary about Kanye on Netflix. It's pretty good. Also recently watched the WeWork documentary on Hulu. I know there's a few of them and I know there's a few Kanye docs too, but you know, I just watch what the internet puts in front of me at that given moment. So the Hulu doc on WeWork was also really interesting. I've also been watching The Dropout, which is the new show based on the Elizabeth Holmes Theranos story. Um, Amanda Seyfried is like the best cast for her ever. Like I'm amazed by her acting and I'm just obsessed with that story. I've read the book, Bad Blood, and you guys know I don't read. I read that in like two days. I've listened to all the podcasts, watched all the things. But this is a really great show, so I highly recommend The Dropout on Hulu. Now we're just doing like Jess's roundup of everything she's been doing while she's been stressed and depressed. Um, I haven't been depressed, but I've been crying. There's a difference. Uh, Okay, I guess that's all. Bye. (laughs) Weird ending. Bye. Bye.
Thanks again for joining for this episode of Peaking. If you want more Peaking, make sure to follow on Instagram at Peaking Podcast. You can also follow me, your host, Jess DeBakey, at Jay-Z DeBakey on Instagram. I have a website. I don't keep it up to date as much as I should, but it's peakingpodcast.com. And if you want to send me, you know, the story of your life, something a little bit longer form than we can handle in the DMs, peakingpodcast at gmail.com is the place to go. All right. I will see you in a couple weeks. Talk to you soon, Boo fam. It's such a first world problem and such an annoying problem to have like, oh, so many people connect with me.